Well, folks, it's all been leading up to this. This is the final episode of the season. NFL Insights now presents its Super Bowl episode. Brennan, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, the number one seed on the NFC side, squaring off against Patrick Mahomes, league MVP, and the number one seed on the AFC side, squaring off in Glendale, Arizona. Take it away. How do you see this uh, breaking down? So these two teams are very similar in that, like you just said, they're both they were both the number one seeds in their conference. They they both were fourteen and three in the regular season, and they they both have uh, black quarterbacks who can who can move that, that that are dual threats. It's the first Super Bowl to have two black starting quarterbacks, and as I'm sure most people are well aware, it's the people are calling it the Kelsey Bowl because it's also the first time two brothers are playing against each other in a Super Bowl in NFL history. There's Travis on the Chiefs, who's their tight end and probably the best tight end in the league right now and probably a candidate for the Hall of Fame after he whenever he was, retires and then with the Eagles there's Jason who's probably the best center in the league right now and he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer too um they also both have great offensive lines the lines the Eagles are dominant up front with Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Somalo and Lane Johnson they barely give up sacks or pressures they just dominate uh in running in the running game and in pass protection and the chiefs uh the last time they were in a super bowl uh their offensive line was uh super injured and as a result the, they lost 31 to 9 to the the buccaneers mahomes was being pressured he was running all over the place so after that uh after that blowout loss, they knew they were they just needed to build an offensive line around Mahomes, and and they would be in a Super Bowl in in a couple of years. So they traded for left tackle Orlando Brown Jr. from the Ravens, who's currently playing on the franchise tag. I'd expect him to sign a long term deal eventually. Orlando Brown Jr. They brought in two time Super Bowl champion Joe Tooney from the Patriots and signed him to a a five-year mega deal. He's one of the best guards in the game in the game right now. Then there's the rookies they drafted in the 2021 NFL draft. Creed Humphrey, who's one of the best centers in the league already, and then Trey Smith, who was either a fifth or sixth rounder. He slid because of medical concerns. If he didn't have those medical concerns, he would be a first round pick, and the Chiefs gotten absolute steal there. And then the right tackle is a bit of a weakness with Andrew Wiley. He gets penalized sometimes, and he's probably the, a decent player, but definitely the weak link on the offensive line, but still a pretty dominant group over there. Uh, one advantage the Eagles have in this game is, well, I do think they have the better offensive line, even though they're both great. But the defensive line, that's, that's, where, they, uh, that's where the clear advantage is to me because they have, I believe, 78 sacks on the season, including... Uh, the playoffs, I believe, I believe that they need five more to break the 1984 Bears uh, record. And the 85 Bears are right behind them, too. So, yeah, they're a formidable group. They're so deep. Uh, they can rotate. At, uh, and, yeah, they're just so, so deep in that in the defensive line. They've got Brandon Graham, who had, a, I believe, a career high in sacks after tearing his Achilles last season. There's Fletcher Cox, 
uh, Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, who was a free agent that had a phenomenal year and is still having a great year. And when and when they rotate, they've got guys like Endomican Sue, Linval Joseph, and Robert Quinn as rotational pieces, and those guys were were great in their prime and there's and they can still contribute now. And they've got a great the Eagles have a great cornerback uh, duo with Darius Slay, big play Slay as they call him, and James Bradbury, who was a cap casualty for the Giants, and he made them regret it as he signed with the Eagles, and then the Eagles proceeded to beat the Giants three times in a row, and then they got Chauncey C.J. Gardner-Johnson in a trade with the Saints right right before the season started, and that was a great trade. And yeah, Howie Roseman is one of the best general managers in the in the league right now. It's a it's a really good roster. The defense is great, and the offense is really good too. They can beat you in two different ways. They can either uh, just run, 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 or they can air it out. Although Jalen Hurts did have a sprained shoulder suffered in a win against the Bears, which did make him miss two games. Gardner Minshew started both of those games and lost both of them. So Jalen Hurts has only lost one game this entire season, and even though the Eagles and Chiefs went both went fourteen and three, Mahomes lost three games. He played in all of them, but Jalen Hurts only lost one in Monday night against the Commanders. That was a big upset. They were eight and zero at the time, and then they lost that one. They didn't have Fletcher. They didn't have Linval Joseph or Indomitian Sue on the roster at that time, and the run defense was visible in that game. And then instead of just letting it. Instead of letting it stay as a weakness, Howie Roseman thought, "Okay, I'm going to sign Linval Joseph and Indomitian Sue, and it's not it's haven't it hasn't been a problem since. There really isn't that much of a weakness on the Eagles roster. It's a really complete team. Uh, I, I I think I should uh, I've bet against the Chiefs a couple of times or picked against them a couple of times, and I always seem to regret it. So I think I'm taking a risk here. The Chiefs have a great Roster too. The Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent. If he wins this one, there's going to be chatter about maybe being the next Tom Brady. Like the Chiefs' offensive line is great. They've got a nice committee of running backs. They, after the trade of Tyreek Hill, I thought they would be good, but not um, in playing in this game. I thought it would be the Bills or the Bengals going back, but uh, the Chiefs have proved us all wrong. They're still a threat to win to go to and win Super Bowls, even without Tyreek Hill. They have a very, a really diverse group of wide receivers. They got Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who was uh, really good in the AFC Championship game. He made a lot of catches in crucial moments. Uh, Miko Hardman, he's unfortunately on place on injured reserve. He won't play this game. There's Kadarius Toney, who flashes great potential, but can't stay healthy. Then there's Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, who was... Uh, a great free agent signing and should probably sign a, a multi-year extension win or lose after this game. And then there's Justin Watson, uh, another wide receiver who makes plays every now and then. He didn't play against the, uh, the Bengals, but he'll be active here. And then their second round pick, Sky Moore, who hasn't done a whole lot, but with Hardman, Smith-Schuster, and Watson being free agents, he might be getting a bigger role Next season, and then of course there's Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end in the game right now. They're really hard to defend. Mahomes suffered that high ankle sprain against the Jaguars, but it didn't matter because they're playing in this game. The Chiefs' defense—it uh, always seems to make a big play when they always seem to make a big play when it matters most. But I think there is some 
weaknesses there. The Chiefs did sack Joe Burrow a lot in that AFC Championship game, but the Bengals uh, were without three starters on their offensive line, Jonah Williams, Alex Kappa, and Lael Collins. They sacked him about five times, and the Bengals won the first meeting in Cincinnati week 13, and that was with a complete offensive line. I watched most of that game, and there wasn't many sacks of Joe Burrow at all, and that's going to be a problem for them because the Chiefs' defensive line is nowhere near as good as the the Eagles' defensive line. Frank Clark is really good. Chris Jones is the best defensive tackle in the game right now, in my opinion. But the Eagles' uh, offensive line, they're, they're built different. They're, they're special. And Jalen Hurts is mobile, so he can run away from sacks and escape pressures and escape sacks. And uh, I think both teams are really great. You have to be really good to get here. I think it's going to be evenly matched. I hope we get a great game because a blowout Super Bowl is the worst. I think they I think they are evenly matched. Uh, I was debating switching to the Chiefs, but I've already switched once after the Cowboys lost in the divisional round. I s- said I was going to pick the Eagles as my Super Bowl champion because I thought they had the most complete team remaining. I still believe that. I, it always makes me nervous to bet against Mahomes, and I have a feeling I'm going to regret it because I've only picked against the Chiefs uh, once correct. I've, I've only picked against them correctly once in this in the three years of doing this podcast, and that was against the Bills week six. I have a feeling that I might regret it, but we're just going to have to wait and see. I'm going to stick with the Eagles. I think they're going to win it all. There you have it, folks. We thank you for being with us this season. We enjoyed it, and we hope you did too. We'll see you next season with perhaps a uh, draft recap. And everybody enjoy the Super Bowl.